Voilà. Back to another episode of the provocative podcast guys i feel like chris failed me last week i feel like he failed me so hard last week so last week i did not want to do my hair for the podcast i was like ah, whatever i just like do not feel like doing it you know it's not really gonna matter right and <laughs> it doesn't matter if you guys are listening to the podcast but we had the instagram and we have the clips so i was like babe how does how does my hair look like this and i had like two little strands in the front of my face and i just like put my hair in a little chonguito in a little ponytail and when i'm re-watching so he edits i don't re-watch it uh, that night because I, I feel like if I rewatch something before it's posted I'm if I don't like something I'm going to be like no 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 we're gonna have to redo it so I just rather not know how I look like till art posts in the morning and when I saw the clips I was like nah baby I look like I'm trying to go back to when I was like 13 when I had those two little, little pelitos <laughs> like, I just did not like it and I'm like this is the perfect example sometimes you tell Doesn't your man look bad. I I'm like you tell your man how do I look and he's like you look great and then you have shit on your face yeah if I say you look bad it's a whole <laughs> 30 minute delay so <laughs> okay so you just didn't want to delay yourself no I mean I thought it looked good I'm looking at it now I don't think it looked bad gracias alright intro Gracias for the week. What have you done? What have I done? Yeah. What you been up to? Same shit. Same shit every day? Yep. Yep. <laughs> wow, baby. Wow. <laughs> Did you um, think you were going to give me an intro? No, I just wanted to see if you wanted an intro. By the way, guys, this is episode 69. So, yeah. <laughs> we should have planned that. We should have made it like a sex episode. A sex. Oh, yeah, you should have. You should have. It would have yeah. been, been better. It would have been good. It's okay. Um, yeah, you actually got entertained for like a few days on your uh, computer because. Not even entertained, just fucking pissed off. Not even pissed off either. Just having to patiently wait for shit to come in. Decided to expand my memory on my PC just so that I could up, uh, do some upgrades, uh, updates on some of my programs and it just turned into like a three-day project having to wait on cables and parts to come in yeah. yeah i felt like you in our relationship that day like i felt like girls if your man's listening to this part i'm sure he can relate so chris is always super patient with me we go to target we go to tj maxx if i'm doing something and i'm busy like he's super patient and i feel this time he was so like involved in his computer he had all the pieces laid out and i could tell he was super stressed and then he was like i ordered this part but i really needed to get here today and amazon's not gonna deliver till tomorrow the only place that has it is micro center but it's 30 minutes into the city can you drive there and i'm like no. While I was at the gym. Yeah, he's like, can you drive there while I'm at the gym? And I'm like, no, but I will go there with you. We can go before the gym. So we went. They didn't have it. It showed it in stock, <laughs> and then they couldn't freaking find it. So. They didn't have it. And I was just in the car, and I was like, he got off real quick, and he came back real fast. And he was, I was like, did you grab it? And he was like, no, they didn't have it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, okay, we just drove 30 minutes. For nothing. Now we've got to draw 30 yeah. minutes back to the gym. But I felt like him. And I was like, I can't say anything. I can't bitch at him because things like this happen to me all the time. And he's like super patient about well, it. I but. feel like my computer is needed every single day. So I just wanted to make sure it got done. Yeah. So 
that was one of those instances where I needed instant gratification instead of just like patiently waiting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to game yesterday, so. Yeah. Or you, or you, do you like suck when you take a few days yeah. off? Yeah. Okay, and everything feels weird. Yeah, I'm sure. It's kind of like the gym when you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. My, my eyes are all slow. <laughs> can't react. <laughs> also, guys, I got a Stanley Cup. I feel like such a cool girl. She got the wrong one, though. I got the bigger all one, right, though. So this, guys, if you're watching through YouTube, this is the 40-ounce fucking was, behemoth of a cup. <laughs> I was going to get the 30-ounce. It does not fit. Well, it fits in, in cup holders, but it's so top-heavy that yeah. it fucking falls out at every turn. But it's nice, guys. I got so the get the 30-ounce. Yeah, but I like it. I, I like having it at, like... Keeps my drink cold, and I just feel like a cool girl now, and I drink my water a lot more, even though I was drinking my water before, but, yeah. I feel like a basic bitch. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess this is a basic bitch thing right now in the summer instead of the uh, pumpkin spice latte. All right, uh, any other update? I'm trying to think about, like, personal updates. Not really. I haven't really read too much of my books. Um, we had a busy weekend. We went to dinner at CL here in Houston on Saturday. It was nice. It's like a new upcoming, um, it's a new upcoming, like, I guess, clubby restaurant. It's a, it, it's restaurant slash lounge. Yeah. How they market it. Yeah. It was okay. It was just really loud. I would not. I don't think it was even okay, to be honest. You don't think so? No. I like the vibe in there. The music was good. The vibe was good. It's the just music like. It was too loud. The music was good, but it was too loud. Like, it was club loud. And we went there to celebrate one of our friends. Yeah. And we couldn't even have a conversation, which sucked because we were there you know celebrate him catch up and i didn't have a single yeah. conversation at we all we were really disappointed at the end because we were like fuck and then to be honest the entertainment so it's like uh i don't know how many of you guys have been to like cancun or tulum uh, i don't even miami doesn't really have restaurants like that right i don't know we don't so go it's like much. a restaurant and every like half hour they have a little show or some sort of entertainment uh, the entertainment wasn't really up to par at CL. Yeah. Compared to like Cancun, Tulum. Like those Cancun, just, Tulum is just a whole different yeah, vibe. Like, but I mean, that's what they're trying to emulate. Yeah, so. but it wasn't like that. Yeah. It wasn't like that. And yeah. then the food, give it a solid six. Yeah, give There it was a nothing six. that was amazing. That was spectacular. Like the sushi quality wasn't great. The taste wasn't great, but it was okay. The octopus was pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Drinks uh, were. I mean, yeah, okay. drinks were not good either. I, would, like I would not recommend it to be honest. You're like, I'm not gonna go back. I'm not yeah. gonna go back. There's no yeah. reason for me to go yeah. back. If I want, if I want club music, I go to a club. If I want good food, I'm gonna go to a whole different restaurant. To be yeah, honest, yeah, that's true. And if I did like, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, like when I first walked in, there was a lot of girls like celebrating birthday. But like, what I didn't like about it is that there was no space like in Tulum and and, and when we do the the Mexico ones, they have like the shows right, and then they dim the music down a yeah. little bit to where you can have a conversation. I feel like here there was like no dimming of music so like there were you couldn't hear the person next like you could hear the person right right next to you but you couldn't hear everyone else and like i like to go to places where like the music size and everything but we can have a conversation if that's what i'm looking for if i'm looking for like you said like a club then like obviously we're gonna go to a club but yeah and to be honest it was just like a, a show out location like it was oh just, my if, god if yes you got money, if you got money that's where you're at just so that you could show off how many bottles you could pop and yeah like, yeah that was it was put funny up signs for calling out another table and just bullshit so yeah it was funny uh there was like you could just tell also the age group here was like i told chris I'm like plus. yeah i was like there's a lot of old people here he's like what the fuck you're talking about we're old and i'm like shit like it's so gonna hit me i was like <laughs> damn we are old um but 
it was like yeah mid 30s and up like there was like no 20 year old like young 20s um i'm i am 20 still okay i got two more years till i'm 30 uh, or a year almost like a year and a month basically a year, two months. A year two months left um but it was older people older crowd uh there was like men in their 50s too like they were just like obviously popping bottles and like trying to flex like one of them was like oh i'm a doctor one of them was like oh orange lamborghini like trying to flex what they have which chris and i aren't really like we're subtle flexors right like we wear nice things but we're like not like i'm not about to spend 20 g's on fucking champagne that no one's gonna fucking drink off the table just to fucking spend it but yeah, now that we're like talking more about it, we were both pretty bummed because we were there to celebrate our friend George. So he's the one we went for Cancun and he got um, the job he really wanted. So we were there to celebrate him and kind of like celebrate again his birthday because he just turned 30 and it was just like, it was a bummer. Like, I feel like I have to redo it what I just bummer. tried redoing. And we also <laughs> went to uh, Tatemo because this was after Oh my that, gosh, don't get Chris started on Tatemo. That's what he was going to think about. Oh it, my God. So Ciel was not up to par damn this week this past week bad our, experiences yeah so we went to Tatemo because jasmine originally tried booking this spot for our anniversary in may in may may 29th that was like our boyfriend girlfriend friend anniversary but that's the only one that i count to be honest <laughs> you don't <laughs> count the marriage honest, one <laughs> i count it but like may 29th is the important one for me yeah. so jasmine tried booking it but somehow she booked a whole month ahead because ahead. I, that's it was all so booked. available yeah but she didn't realize it so we ended up going June twenty, and you couldn't get your money back. Like you couldn't, like, like it, there's no refund. There's no refunds, no nothing. So it was June 28th, 29th, whenever yeah, yeah, our yeah. appointment was. We went there. It was Thursday. Yeah, it was, it was Saturday, Thursday. Yeah. and Thursday was that day more. Yeah, not a good experience either. Yeah. So we got we heard of this place when we went to the um, sushi omakase. Sushi omakase. Okay, so we're, we were like with whatever. a bunch of people. Like we met people there that like are. Very like interested. Tasting menus. Yeah. So like, this was a tasting menu restaurant, which yeah. means that you know the chef has courses prepared for you. There is no like menu where you could order from. There, the menu is already set, and that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. And generally speaking, these uh, these experiences are pretty pricey because the seating's limited. You know, you think it's gonna be like an extravagant kind of dinner experience. The vibes are supposed to be a little bit better. This. The ambiance is supposed to be nice, right? Right. Well, our sushi's experiences have always been yeah. great. And then we did Degust this year. Amazing. And we told you guys it was fucking amazing. We literally are like trying to plan again once he sets up a new menu. So this one was the first Mexican one we had heard about, which we were really interested yeah, in. Because it, it was Mexican food. Oh, and shit, we were like, how the hell? Yeah, what can they do? And honestly, how can you elevate Mexican food? You cannot elevate Mexican food. At uh, least this these, guy did these, not. These motherfuckers degraded it, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, didn't degrade it, but nah, the my whole concept is significant. Yes, <laughs> the whole concept was based around maize, which which is corn. Yes. So like everything around that was corn based, but like the price that you paid, guys, and if you know how much a fucking corn is, you're like, what the fuck? I'm paying it's so not much even money, corn, it's just like fucking flour. Yeah, like you're a tortilla is like a whole package of tortillas is two dollars, <laughs> and you're telling me that I paid what three hundred dollars for one tortilla like it was just like not so there was no was protein yeah no proteins too the plating fucking sucked yeah the location was not the best like the location itself was not the best and the way they it was decorated and you know the whole ambiance inside the place was not great 
and then the whole menu was just subpar to be honest it didn't meet my my expectations i think what threw you off too was the bo bring your own like drink oh yeah thing. for like, as much as i'm paying they didn't offer any freaking drinks yeah like not even soft drinks yeah, like yeah was, it was really it was upsetting yeah it was i don't re recommend that demo either guys oh shit sorry don't um, do it yeah so guys yeah never mind we don't have, okay well we had negative a negative week negative, negative week. week when it comes to food but we had a great week with our friends so gabby nismo came again to visit us from san antonio and um they're always a great time when they come and uh we celebrated fourth of july on monday because they were actually gonna head back to san antonio on tuesday so we wanted them to not not be tired um so we did like a little cookout chris is always on grill duty he enjoys grill duty and um uh we rented a huge inflatable slide. 22-foot slide. <gasps> Aureli was just telling me they have 50 feet. No fucking way. Yes. How? I don't know. She was just telling me she found one. It's got to be huge. It's got to be super wide and long. Yeah, well. or something. She was like, yeah, I would no never. Way 50 feet from that like that amount of length. That thing would be like straight it's vertical. Yeah, no. It was crazy. Yeah, so this one was 22 feet. It was scary as fuck. I mean, you looked at it being blown up. And you're like, damn, that's, that's pretty high. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get to the top. You're like. Ah, uh, this ain't that big of a deal. No, I thought but it was then, big of a deal. But then you jump off and that shit gets speed, bro. <laughs> bro, the, if you watch the video on my Instagram, our posted made a little uh, reel together. And oh my God, Chris. So Chris was the first one. You were the first one to go yeah. down it. And we were not expecting him to go so fast and to like just hit so fast. The whole water went all over my face and my eyes. Like I was like... Like I literally just got splashed. Gabby did too. It was the fun funniest thing ever, but it was scary because we did not expect him to come out that fast. Yeah. And you were scared too. You were like, oh shit. I was just caught off guard. Yeah. But we played uh flip cup, we played a lot of games and like we raced up there. A lot of nails were broken, a lot of toenails were broken. Uh, I broke my toenail. It's like one of my toenails is a little black on the side. Uh, my fingernail is like sore, uh, almost broke off. Aurelie's broke off entirely in half. Uh, Gabby's like fucked up her toe. So her it's like fractured, or something. <laughs> fractured her toe. So her toe is purple and blue. Guys, Every, we, everyone has sore necks and backs. We Oh my God. Yesterday we woke my up. Little neck cords right here are just. <laughs> so sore. This is what we're like. This was supposed to be made for children. And we are so fucked up from this. Um, but we had such a great time um, with everyone and playing games. And we were exhausted though. And yesterday, everyone, we, we met up at the gym because we were like, fuck it. We got to go to the gym. I didn't want to go. And Chris like, get your ass up. We're going. And um, everyone at the gym was just like so fucking sore. We were just like. All like, oh my god, my back. Oh my god, my neck. My neck for me, for you, for me and you, our necks are just like. My neck is like when I'm when I in the morning. The first thing I do is like try getting up, like just like shooting straight up. My neck just went. Oh fuck! I was like, oh shit. Yeah, no, my neck, my hip too. Climbing on those things. Oh my god, guys, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, definitely, probably would do it again next year. I had a great time. Fifty foot next year. No. No, I, won't I bet you it's more chill. I you feel like think? it's going to be a longer, like, slope. Oh, maybe just, like, a longer... Yeah, like, it's higher, but it just, like, lasts longer, you know? Yeah, but still, if you're going hella fast like that, too? Nah, I don't think it would be... Whatever. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll All right. See. So today's topic, guys, is fitness-related because I haven't done one in a while, and I constantly get asked to do another one on this. So I asked you guys to leave me questions on Instagram of what you guys want answered between me and Chris. So let's get into the questions. I have some screenshotted. 
How do you muscle gain and gain weight with having abs? You can't. You don't. Unless you're genetically blessed, your abs are probably not going to stick around. I do know some people that walk around with abs, no matter how fat they get, like regarding their limbs and everything. But there's like me, I lose them. I think I only have abs like the last three weeks of my prep and then they're gone. Like I have like little remnants right now. But, yeah, you have oblique lines and stuff. But straight up abs, if you're going through a, a bulk muscle gain phase, whatever, uh, your body fat's gonna come up. It has to come up, otherwise you're not in a surplus, and your abs are your abs are gonna disappear unless you have great genetics. Yeah, same for females. I mean, for females, the first place to gain that you gain weight is in your stomach. So even like me, generally or your hips, your hips. Yeah. So like for me, I've always had very prominent oblique lines. I mean, mm. you were like fucking bricks too. Bricks back in high school, just from like, all that sweeping she used to do back in the restaurant. <laughs> that was waitressing, probably right. Just one side is hard though. <laughs> now uh both of my obliques are like if you touch my obliques honestly they're hard as hell they're hard as fuck. i can't even like no he uh, there's can. no competition yeah i beat chris all the time um but as soon as i put body fat on like you can see them in the morning but they go away like but i've also the the heaviest i've been i guess in the last three years is was like a few months ago when i was like um you know, just after post show and we were looking at pictures that I have to post. I have to post a mega fit meals picture. And I took it when I was a little thicker and Chris was like, babe, you're not going to want to post it. I'm like, what? Let me see it. Let me see it. And I looked at it yesterday. And I'm like, it's not that bad, but I'm like, damn, I thick thighs. They got thick arms. I was like, shit. And you can see like my waist is still like, you know, smaller than my hips and stuff, but like, I'm not as tight right now and like as ripped up for my stomach as I was then. So, your question is you have to be genetically blessed to be able to gain weight and have abs. Like it's just not going to happen for most, for most people. How do I lose fear of feeling like I look stupid or judged in the gym and not having good form? I mean, to be honest, most people aren't even paying attention to you. Yeah. Like I know that a lot of people walk in there thinking that all eyes are on them, but most people are too busy doing their own thing. They're not going to, they're not going to care what you're doing. But if you're worried about your form, you know, YouTube, whatever exercise you're about to do, YouTube, how to do the form real quick. And there's a shit ton of videos. Or you can sign up to a program like the one that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our, our online training comes with videos specific for each exercise, telling you how to do the form perfectly for each each individual exercise. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different assets out there available for you to help you feel more confident about your form. But as far as you, you thinking that people are going to be looking, they're not. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I think if you're an attractive girl or an attractive guy, yes, probably someone, but they ain't going to be looking at your form. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. Like I was going to say, that's probably the only time someone will like really notice you. Like if an attractive guy walks into the gym, oh, he's attractive. I do my set or I'm sure if you see an attractive girl in the gym, you notice when she's walking in, but do you stare at her while she's exercising? Of course. Oh no, no, no. Just when she walks in. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Creep. Um, no, I, I mean, I'm sure some guys will probably still like look at you while you're exercising or whatever. Um, but most of the time, guys, everyone's focused on themselves. Like, I'm so focused on me dying in the gym at Athletic Empire in the fucking heat that... I think everyone there is Yeah, at this that point. I don't really focus on anyone else. I will... 
occasionally every 10, 15, 20 minutes, we'll look up just to see how he's doing and if his asthma's flared up and if he's a breathing okay. <laughs> so I'll just look across the gym, bro, make sure I'd he's be okay. I've my retainer lately, man. You, my retainer, retainer. My, my inhaler lately, yeah. bro. I know, I'm like, are you I okay? I'm die some of these, I need to get it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's it. Like, I'm so focused on what I'm doing. Everyone's so focused on themselves. And like Chris said, like, yes, having a program, looking up the, the workouts beforehand, I think is great. And also as girls too, like, do not be scared to ask another female for help if you need it in the gym or even a guy if you want to ask a guy. But like everyone that I know in the gym, I think now is at a place where they're like super helpful. And even sometimes like, I like I will go up to girls if they're leg pressing and then I can tell they're fairly new and like their knees are caving in. I'll go up to them and I'll be like, hey, like, do you mind if I give you some advice on how to use this machine? And I'll tell them, you know, it's because I see that your knees are going in a little bit and I don't want you to like end up ha getting injured. And most of the time, like 99% of the time, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, yes, give like help me out. Um, and I've had girls come up to me like, hey, like, how do you use this machine? Like, can you like kind of help me? And of course, like I love when people like, want my help i'm more than happy to help them and i think most girls out there will help you so do not be afraid and like i said even if you start out like in a little corner i when i first started working out at a gym especially like at gold's gym i was never by the dumbbell rack i was always like in like uh the cardio area and i stayed there for a few months until i got comfortable and confident enough to go to other places and that's okay everyone has a starting point but i promise you especially men they're so focused on their own pump that they're not focused on you so all right next uh Getting rid of fat from my arm and my knees, do you think running helps with unwanted fat? Fat on your knees? Mm -hmm. Fat on your knees? I've never heard of someone complaining about fat on their knees. I'm thinking they're talking about like yeah. the upper above yeah, their yeah, knee, yeah, yeah. which is going to be your quad. Mm -hmm. But running will help, but not in the way that I think that she's asking. Okay. So there is no such thing as spot reduction, like yes. fat loss. You can't do abs... It crunches and expect to only lose fat from your abs. So your body's going to proportionally lose body fat through throughout its entirety. If you lose 1%, you're losing that 1% is going to be spread out through your whole body. It's not just 1% on arms and then that's that. So if I do bicep curls while I'm on a cut, my arms are not going to get leaner just because you're I'm doing, doing yeah, you're, just because I'm doing body. Yeah, yeah. So running will help you get lean in the sense that you're going to be putting yourself in a deficit, which is in turn is going to lower your body fat in those areas along with the other areas. So yes, yeah. but also no. Yeah. So I, the reason I asked this is for this specifically, because I knew you were going to answer the spot reduction. Wouldn't it be grand yeah, if we could sure. fucking do bicep like abs and then be like, and have no fat there. I wish. Right. And like, same with like, Sometimes this is why guys are like, or girls are like, I don't want to get bulky in my arms because what ends up happening sometimes is that girls want to tone arms. So they start lifting super heavy weights in their arms and they think that that's going to tone out their arms, but they're not like doing cardio or are they're not in a deficit. So what ends up happening is they start building muscle in their arms well. and then the fat's still there. So your arms end up looking bulkier. And that's why a lot of females are like, 
I don't want to get bulky because if I like if I trade upper body, I'm going to get bulky. No, you're going to get bulky if you start if you're still not worried about your diet and you're not in a deficit because, yes, you're going to add muscle to the fat that you already have. So in turn, you are going to look bigger. So I would say, yes, continue to work out this areas. Like if you have trouble with your arms, you want to tone your arms, but overall what for fat loss is cardio being in a deficit, right? So worrying about your diet and then obviously cardio. And for me, I love running. I think running, I personally think running will help you lose the weight the fastest. I think it hits everything. I think your heart rate gets up high. Like I know you shouldn't start off with like running, running 30 minutes every fucking day if you haven't, you know, ever ran or done anything. But for me personally, as soon as I start running and taking my shit serious, I can tighten up like this. I just running versus cycling also because it gets it, it like allows me to elevate my heart rate as high as I needed to go. But anything that's high intensity will always help you lose weight faster. And running is just one of those things that like it just it uses your whole body. So and you can't really like if when you're running, you're running, right? You can't bullshit running. So I personally love running. I've been doing running for cardio recently, as you guys know, and I, and I love it. I would say if you've tried other things and you're not losing weight, try running. That's the always, like, I always start my clients with uh, either walking incline seat. Some girls obviously can fucking lose weight walking incline, and then they kind of- Yeah, because it's an upgrade from what they were doing before. Right, and so then they plateau, and then I, I, I put them at Stairmaster because not everyone wants to run. And then if they're like, you know, I don't really enjoy the Stairmaster. Okay, girlfriend, let's get to running. And that's when they start dropping weight a lot faster. So um, just doing any kind of cardio will help with fat reduction. How much value do you put into the number you see on the scale? Guy versus girl answer. How much value do I put right uh -huh. now? Because I am trying to actually bulk. Like I have an actual goal. The number on the scale is kind of important for me. So I, I give it a decent amount of value, but I also know that my body's recomping. So what I see in the mirror doesn't always uh, go hand in hand with what's in, on the scale. But generally speaking, I really don't even care about the scale. You don't, yeah. You like, usually I don't. hardly ever weigh myself unless I'm like, yo, I haven't been eating in a minute. Let's see what I weigh. Mm -hmm. And then I'm only like two pounds lighter. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you do care. You do worry about the scale in the sense of like not gaining weight. Your your worries is always like make sure you don't lose too much weight. Yeah. So you do care about the scale in that sense because sometimes we'll be like, babe. The thing with Chris too, and I don't know if you say like you say this about me too. Sometimes that you notice when I I lose weight, he can like not eat right for like a week because of, and when I mean like not eat right, it's like we're so busy, we're traveling, he's not eating enough, and I'm I'll be like, bro you're too fucking lean. Like, and then he'll weigh himself and yeah, you've lost like five pounds. I'm like, eat like three bagels tomorrow. Like I'm like the one that has like, you need to eat cause you're, he just loses weight so fast. But for you, I think it's, you just want to make sure you're not losing too much weight. But I'm also in a point in my life where it's so routine. Yeah. Well, like my schedule is so routine, but that what I eat is so consistent that my weight doesn't fluctuate. Yeah. So I know that my weight is always with, like it's floating around the same all the time. If I weren't so consistent, I could see how the scale would fuck me up a little bit yeah. more. For me, um, how much value do you put in the number and you see the scale? I put a pretty good amount of value in the scale. I do. I I do not weigh myself daily. Fuck that shit. When I was doing that for prep, it like messed me up mentally. I hadn't weighed myself daily for like two years. Like I only weigh myself daily when I prep. 
Um, but I feel like the scale for me gives me a good reference point on how I feel and how I look for the most part, when I'm at a certain weight, I'm happy. And my thing is like, I'm not trying to be at 120, right? Like I'm not trying to be at my weight that I was in high school because now I have so much more muscle. My body composition is completely different. Even now with the prep that I did compared to uh, before prep, I know I've gained some muscle. So I'm not trying to get back to 125. Like I know it's going to be harder for me to get that, but I also know what weight I'm at what each weight looks on my body. So like for me, for instance, 130 is the goal that I'm reaching right now because I know that 130 means my abs are tighter, my arms are like slimmer. I like the way that I look in the mirror. Like I feel like everything kind of like is a flow. So right now I'm only like like two pounds. I weighed myself actually this morning. I'm two pounds away from 130. So not bad. Um, uh, But I do put importance on it because it does help me see like, okay, this is what I like to normally be around at. If you are obviously losing weight, it is important to like scale is one way, right? To keep in track of what you're doing, but it's not the only way, right? Because we recomp. If you're new to training, you're adding muscle, you're eating more protein. So your weight is going to look different. It's not about just decreasing the weight. It's about, okay, how is my body looking at this number now, right? Because sometimes you may have a goal in mind. Like you're like, I want to start working out and I want to get to 120, 120 and you weigh 130. Well, your body recomps and then you'll be at 126 and you're like I actually really like my body right now why because you've lost fat but you've added muscle so maybe the goal of getting to 120 isn't what you want anymore so that's also really important but I would say don't make the weights be the only factor see how you feel see how your clothes fit I always do that too like sometimes I don't weigh myself for two three weeks but I can notice that like oh shit my pants are fitting me bigger or whatever and as long as I'm like in the realm of like, okay, my clothes fit the way that they're supposed to fit, then I'm happy. How do you still keep glute muscle while running? And I guess I can answer this one. Um, I think you would say that I've lost some while I've been running. You've lost some, but I think it's also partly your fault. You haven't been eating to keep. Yeah. Yeah. I I was, I haven't been eating to keep too much. I've been eating more than I ever have. Have you? Yes. You're tracking protein? No. Okay. <laughs> Chris Glut, like he, he'll call me out on my shit. Uh, the, this last week I was supposed to get back on it and we really didn't get yeah, back no, on it. It was just enough. It week. was a shitty week. Um, how do you keep glue muscle while running? I, protein. Protein is going to be number one, right? Like you need to make sure you're eating enough protein to keep the muscle you have. Glute training. I was still trying to train twice a week when I was running. It was hard. It was really hard. Your body's going to get rid of what you're not using. Exactly. So use your glutes, train them heavy. Yeah. While you're running, your run is also going to be using some of your glutes, but that's going to be more endurance type muscles. So you do want to be hitting heavy workouts at the gym, but you have to be eating to keep. Yeah. So if you're deficiting, they're going to slowly shrink. They're going to shrink. So how do you keep muscle while running? Eat and work out the muscle you want to keep because running will, especially if you're running like to train for like a half, you're running a lot of miles. Like Chris said, your body's going to use whatever the fuck it's not using. So if you're working out, gonna lose. it's sorry, it's going to, that's what I meant to say. It's going to lose what you're not using. So, and that's just because your body is trying to become more efficient at running, which means becoming lighter, getting rid of extra muscle that isn't being used. And yeah. 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 Okay. You answered it. Great. How many rest days do you take and would you recommend a cheat day? 
Uh, cheat days are going to be dependent on the person, their metabolism, how far along they are in their journey, as far as, you know, like weight gain, weight loss, because cheat meals are generally used, you know, to re-spike your metabolism, to refill your glycogen storage and all that. Most people cannot afford a weekly cheat meal or cheat. They said cheat day. Yeah. Yeah. Most people, even professionals can't do cheat days. They do cheat meals. So, no, I do not recommend cheat days. No. Unless you're just like freaking genetically blessed and 100%. No, I, I generally, no, no cheat days. No cheat days. Yeah. What was the first part of the question? I could Rice days, but let me, let me get into the okay. cheat days real quick. No. <laughs> no fucking. Okay, so l listen, listen, listen. One thing you have to think. There is no one that works hard enough to deserve a cheat day. Uh... On at well, I remember seeing a video of like the 10,000 10, calorie challenge and how long that would take to burn off. Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize how many calories they actually eat on a, a cheat day a cheat if day. they make the effort to have a decent cheat day. Yeah, yeah. And there is no way you could fucking burn that off even in a week. Yeah. Um, okay. So what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, we don't do cheat days in our home because it's not about, we don't look at it as cheat days. Chris and I, we have a lifestyle. We have a healthy lifestyle. 80% of our lifestyle, our nutrition is healthy. We eat chicken, we eat rice, we eat egg whites. We do the same shit every day. And we love to do the same shit every day. If we go out to eat, yeah. Once a month, we'll probably do like, even if, I don't even know, we do chicken and waffles once a month, but like, <laughs> no, we haven't done that in yeah, but like if we go eat breakfast, typically I'm always like first watch why, cause I can do egg whites. I'll do um, toast. I fucking love their toast. I have toast here at home, but like I still do what I normally would do at home because that's what I crave. That's yeah. what my body craves. We'll do a pancake here and there. And we share it. We share it. But we typically just, it's our lifestyle. And I don't want you guys to be like, oh, like they're so full of shit. Like they don't crave things. No, we do. We'll have a burger yeah, here we'll and have, there. We'll have bubble tea. We'll have, yeah. We'll have our snacks, but it's very rare. And it's like just that one item for the day. For the day. And that's then that's it. it. The issue is that you can get to this level when you're at the place you want to be at. Like Chris said, he's yeah. happy where he's at. His weight doesn't fluctuate because he keeps the same routine. Same. I don't jump up five to six pounds in a week. Like, and obviously I don't drop five, six pounds in a week. I gain a pound. I'll lose a pound. I gain a pound. If I'm trying to cut, obviously I'll cut. But my average eight day to day, I don't jump up. Even on our trips, I don't jump up five, six pounds because my lifestyle is so routine. Like, and I enjoy the foods that I eat. And but, I'm at a place now. What were you going to say? But we also do macros. So yeah. if there is something that we want, Jasmine will generally try working it in. Yeah. And that just replaces some of her carbs. Yeah. So that, and like, I'm just really like, just really aware of what I eat, but you have to have gone through the hard times to be at this position where we're at, because this comes from learning experience. Cheat days. A lot of people reference cheat days because they're trying to cut. You have to understand that if you are unhappy with your weight and you are trying to lose weight, you're gonna fucking suffer. Like you're going to have to make sacrifices. You're gonna have to not be like eating junk food every week if you're trying to get the scale to go down. It is part of it. We did that a lot of our younger years to learn, okay, how do we balance our lifestyle? How do we get to a point where we enjoy what we eat, but we also get like, you know, freedom to eat what we want. 
it takes time to build that lifestyle. But if I am trying to seriously lose weight, I'm not having a cheap, I'm not having a cheat meal, let alone a cheat day. I don't remember the last time we've done a, a full cheat day. It's like after preps. Yeah, because we've just, because we, we go four months like, without eating anything. We only do like two meals then. And then we're full. And then we're full. But like, we don't get up and eat fucking chicken and waffles. And then lunch, we have pizza. And then we have ice cream. And then we have burger. And then we have donuts. Like, fuck no. Like, that's, you cannot do that and not expect to gain 10 pounds. And then it's going to take you, like you said, like two to three weeks. And honestly, it's a fucking it's annoying like we've i've been there i know i don't chris hasn't really been there but i've been there where it's like i worked so hard during the week and we would have cheat days back in the day and then my whole I remember we would have a whole i would have a whole medium pizza from domino's and like three crispy cream donuts and ice cream there you go by monday i was up the fucking three four pounds that i lost and it was a whole yo-yo cycle like have do not think about ever having cheat days or cheap meals. Think about, okay, let me try to have a healthy lifestyle. And if you want something, have it without feeling guilt, but just have that one thing. Stop trying to overfeel. Like, I know that there's so much more that goes into eating and like eating disorders and things like that. But, and I know it's hard, like we're not gonna get into that, but like stop trying to get full off unhealthy items and just have it when you really, really truly want it. and. I think having the mindset of cheat days and cheat meals is like a really fucked up mindset to have because then you feel like, okay, like you only get this one day to enjoy all this food when in reality, the food's always there. If I want a donut, I have a donut and then I don't want a donut for like months at a time. I had been wanting a donut on Friday. We got donuts on Saturday. I didn't even fucking eat my donut. And now we threw them out. And we threw them out. I didn't, I didn't eat my donuts. I had, I got two donuts too. I didn't even touch my fucking donuts. And we had to throw them out. Like, I, I just, I wanted it. And then I, that day, I wanted it on Friday. And we didn't go get donuts that day because we were busy. We got them on Saturday and I didn't even want the donuts then. So, like, if you want something, have it. But this whole mindset of cheat days, cheat meals just ends up fucking you in the long run. Also, okay, let's get into the rest days. How many rest days do you take? Uh, so, right. So, rest days are also going to be dependent on each person and what, what you're trying to accomplish. So right now I am in a bulk. So I am trying to do the least possible to stimulate my muscle to grow. And the, you wanna do the least possible, that way the most amount of calories could be used for repairing and growing. So right now I am only working out five times a week. So that means two of those days are just calories that I'm taking in for growth and repair. Mm. However, during a cut, you, sometimes it's one rest day, sometimes it's no rest days, depending on how far along we are and how much we need a deficit for the week. So in that instance, you're working out more and getting in more steps so that you're putting your body in a bigger deficit for the week, therefore getting towards your goal at a quicker rate. Yeah. Yep. That's his, right? I take, same, if you're on prep, right? Everything changes depending on like, if you're trying to lose weight and you need another day to burn those calories and right, like five, six days a week, you're going to have to train. Um, I right now for my lifestyle purposes, for my life or what I'm happy with, I give the gym five days, five days a week. I go in and five days a week I do cardio. That's it. 
Thursdays are my rest days. Sundays are my rest days. Fridays, sometimes it'll be like, I don't even go to the gym, but it'll be like an act, an, a third act of rest day. But it depends on how I'm feeling it. Like last week I was starting my period. So Friday, I didn't even do much. I just walked around. It's understandable. I don't give myself grief. This week I'm going harder because I feel great. The period's gone. I feel good. I'll work out five days a week and I'll give cardio five days a week. Sometimes even on Thursdays, if I feel good, like last Thursday, I'll just do like 30 minutes of cardio and I'm happy with it. I don't feel tired. I listen to my body, but Right now, I find that five days a week of giving the gym and fitness my full effort is a really, really good balance for me. Find your balance. For females, it's a little bit different than men. We don't have as much testosterone. We're tired more, especially depending on where we're at in our cycle. So just listen to your body, but also like, don't be too easy on yourself and be like, oh, I'm just feeling like tired again today. No, like, you know when you're, you're tired and you really, really need a rest day and you know when you're being lazy, but everyone diff it's different depending on their work you know everyone works differently um but five days a week primarily for me during prep i was training six days a week cardio six days a week and i was fucking exhausted but that's what it takes so it just depends on what phase that you're in but primarily i think for the people that i talk to five days a week is really really good we did six days a week for a while and i was yeah. like bro i'm only going five so you can either join me or you can go on your own. And he 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 joined me. Okay. What does training to failure look like to you? How would you describe training to failure? I thought this was a good question. So I am a firm believer that in order to see growth, you have to train pretty close to failure or to failure. And that is something that I have implemented and maybe now for the last two or three years. Two years. Two years. And training to failure is definitely something that you have to mentally practice because a lot of people aren't even capable of pushing themselves there by themselves so it, it's hard it really is hard because failure or getting close to failure is a whole different feeling because generally people quit once they start feeling the burn mm -hmm. and the burn is only the beginning of reaching failure yeah actually getting to the level where you're pushing and nothing is fucking moving is a whole different beast. And I think that that is where growth happens. And a lot of people who I follow who are scholars and coaches also believe that. So they're training some of the top athletes in the world. So I'm implementing that into my training. And to be honest, I feel like I've seen a lot of growth. I've gotten stronger. I've, I, I'm sore as fuck for most of the week, but I'm also injury free because I'm not putting so much volume into my muscle. I am putting a lot of weight into my joints, but it's only three working sets of most body parts. And I give myself a whole week of recovery. And then we do deload weeks every phase, which is generally for every four to six weeks, sometimes a little longer if the body's feeling good. But I mean, training to failure, I highly advise it, but you have to know <clears throat> how to get there with proper technique. All right. My intake on this. I really, really like this one because I was like, okay. First off, I want to say kudos to my man because as you guys know, if you're new to the podcast, I've been with this man for 13 years. Yes, 13 years? 13 years. And when he first started training, he has always, always kept up with what's new, what's working, what's proven to work. And your type of training has always been 
really good at that phase. It's always been when you were listening to Ben Pul- Pul- Pulaski, Pulsolski, Pulsolski, uh, I can't remember. Uh, fucking when you were doing um, Honey Rambots, um, training. You've always like kept up with what the pro athletes are doing, bodybuilders, pro bodybuilders are doing. And I 100% think that that's what's helped you so much because everyone that's worked out with you during each phase of your life has seen significant growth in themselves in the way they train. If you ever get a chance to come to Houston and you're a dude, you know, okay, girls are no welcome. <laughs> And you want to train with Chris, I guarantee he will put you through a workout that you've never done. Like, or push you past the level you've never done. And now the new workout that you're implementing till failure in the last few years has really, really helped you out. I think tremendously. Your body composition has helped so much. Not only yours, but the guy's you're everyone that works. Okay. He's a little, he has a little posse, right? All, all the friends, they work out together, their bodies. And that's that most of them don't keep up with their nutrition as much yeah. as they should, but their bodies have drastically changed. Their muscle has drastically changed and improved because you've pushed them to a whole new level. And I don't train with Chris anymore. We used to train together. There's no way that I could keep up with the training that you do. Um, I trained, I was training till failure for a little while there, uh, during prep and stuff before prep with my glutes. I don't train my upper body till failure. I don't really train upper body like that anymore. Um, my goal is very different than Chris's goal. I will say that training to failure though, will give you amazing, amazing progress, but it is so rare. The amount of people that train to failure, the amount of people that train, like we train because we train like pro bodybuilders. We train like the trainers say to train as a pro bodybuilder. And to get to that till failure part, even for me is hard. To try to convince the girls to train till failure is really hard. Like most of the my friends, like it's what you said for girls specifically, as soon as they feel that burn, they're done. And it's still like that burn is barely, you're barely like 60%. Like you're barely at that 60% mark. So you got to push it till you literally can no more. And it really takes a lot of mental willpower to get there. I love training that way, but I will say for females, it's a lot harder for recovery. When I was training that way, I was getting a lot of body aches. I was getting a lot of fevers, a lot of chills because my body doesn't have the testosterone that Chris's body has to be able to recover fast enough. And I also think it was because, like you said, you give yourself a whole week to train that body yeah, part. You're hitting legs every other every, day. Every other day. So I can't train to failure every other day. There's no way. I don't give myself enough recovery. If I changed it to maybe just training glutes once a week and training to failure, maybe. I've never done that, but I'm too scared to do that. Cause I'm like, what if my glutes? Yeah, but then your glute. split would be super fucked. Because what else am I yeah, gonna train? What else are you gonna train? Like, I'm not really, I'm not hitting shoulders to failure, upper yeah. body. I'm doing upper body circuits right now. For me, it's I really enjoy it. So, it's really hard as a female. I will say, if you are, and it's depending on your goal, right? I my goal right now is not to look super muscular. I my whole, I want to look very feminine and fit. That is the way that I want to look. So I train for that purpose. Now, if you are trying to really focus on growth and growing a muscle, 
I do recommend training to failure. Uh, progressive overload, I always do that, but training to failure is a little bit different. And if yeah, you- Yeah, so it's training to- Training to failure with, with progressive, progressive overload. overload. It's for too, each each set and each set is going to have a different rep range. Yes. So it's it's very complex, but it's a great uh, workout strategy if you're trying to grow muscle. And obviously, Chris is taking clients if you want your man to grow his muscle. But I think training to failure, a girl asked this question, and that's why I really wanted you to answer it because girls can. Girls right? can. Their split is just going to be very uh, dependent on what it is that they're trying to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they probably are going to have to be okay with not doing the traditional female three-day leg split. Yes, exactly. How can I lose weight without losing muscle? Jump on train. (laughs) Jump off steroids. Jump off steroids. Yeah, so naturally, there's almost, like, you're going to lose muscle. If you're in a deficit, you're going to lose muscle. Yeah, you could do your best to retain it by eating eating adequately, and training properly, but you're gonna lose some muscle. It's yeah. just part of it. Yeah, I'm really much more to yeah. that. Okay, will muscles grow if you work them while they are sore? I thought this was a good question. Uh, it depends on how sore you are. So if you're just like, like very minimally sore, yeah, you can still train the muscle and get get even more tears in there. But if you're to the point where the muscle's inflamed, hurts to the touch, you can't even do a contraction without pain, don't train it. Let mm-hmm. it recover because it's already too beat up. Uh, probably give it like three to four days before you even train it. Yeah. <laughs> this one's really good. How can Latinas stay fit while still eating Latino food? You uh, can't. I mean, you can. You're just, <laughs> you you're just gonna have to be. You're gonna have to replace some ingredients. Definitely yes. replace the oil. The thing with Mexican cooking is everything's fried and cooked in heavy ass oil. And that's what gives it the flavor to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Hey. So you're going to have to be, you're going to have to compromise flavor a little bit, but there's still ways to do it. Yeah. Please, please record your mother. If you guys haven't yet asking her to fucking. Pour in that masola. When I first asked my mom and Chris's mom to cook with Pam spray, they were like, what the fuck is this? What is this supposed to give me? Like, like it's the funniest thing. I'm like, this is what I use. I actually got my mom to use it. So now she uses it. She'll replace some of her recipes with the oil. And my sisters are trying to eat healthy too. So like they'll cook with the oil and with the spray instead of oil. But for the most part, Mexican cooking is all aceite. Yeah, that's so, the biggest fault. And then the second biggest fault is how carb heavy it is. Yeah. And that's just from, you know, just the culture, like the rice and the beans and the tortillas. and Because it was cheap to make back yeah, in the cheaper, day. Cheaper right? than the proteins. So limit yourself on those. Make sure your serving size are being measured and be like, take, take, hold yourself accountable for what you're eating. Yeah. But like, if you follow macros, yeah, like Chris yeah, said, you can, yeah, no, I know you can, uh, you can still eat beans. You can yeah. eat Mexican beans, right? Beans are made with fucking water. You know, as long as your mom's not putting aceite, you can still eat her rice with a consomme, as long as she's not putting a ton of aceite. You can still eat a lot of Mexican food. Just make sure your mom is like, if you're not cooking it, I say mom, because I think most people are referring <laughs> to, I still want to eat my mom's food, not as heavily, with oil if it's something you're eating daily but like once in a while eating your mom's home cook like we go to georgia we i'm like we have a whole menu we want his mom to cook for us and we eat it no guilt because we don't get it that often but 
you know, it's okay to have it here once in a while, but just make sure that if you are trying to incorporate Mexican food daily, you make healthier options. I cook, I make Mexican bowls every day, rice, chicken, or, or, um, meat and light sour cream. I have my avocado. I have my lettuce. I have my salsas. Like that's my go-to almost every single day. And it's, I love it. We make tacos at home with like, I make them when I'm like watching my carbs, so low carb tortillas. And like we make tinga tostadas. They have baked tostadas guys. And tinga, I make it at home. It's just chicken and chipotle and I fry it. Um, I don't put oil. I just fry it. And there's my protein with chipotle sauce and it's good it's mexican you know we'll put the baked tostada we'll put light sour cream cream. yeah like low fat sour cream i put lettuce aguacate valentina shit i'm hungry that's what we're making tonight uh we can we still cook a lot of mexican food we just make sure that it's macro friendly and there's a lot of recipes that you guys can do um you know look on youtube or whatever but you can still eat them as long as things aren't like super heavily you know fried Tips on feeling stagnant in your work at workouts, looking to grow that booty. But I think I meant this one specifically on tips on feeling stagnant in your workouts. I don't feel like you ever really feel stagnant in your workouts. No, because I go. So I think the, the most important thing about feeling stagnant is that you're going in with a plan or a program and knowing what you're trying to accomplish for the day. Even if you don't hit it, at least, you know, you went in with an intention and therefore you don't feel stagnant. I think people feel stagnant when they have like their set 10 to 12 reps on everything. Uh, Every exercise stays the same week for week or whatever it may be. And that's just repeating the same thing over and over. You're going to feel stagnant. Like, yeah, I am pretty much doing the same three exercises for every muscle group, but my weight's changing. The reps is changing on a week to week basis. And then my accessory movements are always different. So having a plan, following the plan is yeah. going to keep you from I agree. I was going to say, I feel stagnant more because Chris goes in there, obviously, because he, like we just said, he trains to failure. He has his movements that he does like a plan for six weeks and he does his deload week. And then he has a new plan for six weeks. I, on the other hand, because of the running, because of everything in my life, I haven't really stuck to a plan. So then I start to feel a little stagnant right now. What helps me when I start to feel stagnant is I change things up. So right now I'm doing kind of like hit workouts at the gym and I'm putting my girlfriends through it and they actually really like it. And I feel like it kind of like, it like feels a little fire underneath you. So like I'll do like for a week, I'll do like more hit workouts and then, okay, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to hit it hard. Like having this conversation right now, I'm like, all right, I'm about to fucking make a good plan for me these upcoming, uh, you know, four weeks, six weeks, because I really miss training hard. Running has kind of interfered with me training super hard. Like I mentioned before, I had to put, I'm, I'm not running as much anymore because we had to push. We didn't have to push, but my original date for my race isn't until January. So I'm not trying to fucking go full force on my running right now in the summer. So now I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to go back into the gym and like train my glutes super heavy, train them to failure. But when I feel like I'm feeling stagnant, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you just need a week to refocus. What I tend to do is try different things, try spin class, change up your workouts, follow a new workout plan that someone posted like on their Instagram, like a new routine. I do like, you know, like I said, right now I'm doing like hit workouts and I really like that. I feel like I leave the gym feeling fulfilled. My girlfriends, like yesterday we were not feeling being there. And I was like, if I just do a normal workout right now, everyone's gonna be in a mood 
and no one's gonna be there we're just gonna be talking so i took their asses outside i put little fucking stations and i was like all right let's get to it this is what you're gonna do here this is what you're gonna do here and no one complained and at the end we felt really fucking accomplished so just changing things up also helps but i think sticking to a plan doing the plan even like if what chris said even if you didn't hit your numbers that day you at least knew know that you went into the gym with an intention um and that helps a lot i think that's um 10 already i did a, I screenshotted a little bit more um we'll do one more what's the time 55 okay one more um let me see i'll do this one what time of day do you find best to work out and why this will be the last one whatever whenever you feel that you have the most energy you your body feels warm and that's going to be different for everyone just based off of their schedule, uh, like their daily schedule, what time they wake up, how many meals they get in, at what point in the day. For me personally, it's almost always been like from three to five. Mm. That's like my prime time. Actually, now it's closer to five because at three, I get pretty sleepy. <laughs> we get pretty sleepy. Our nap time is at three, guys. We take a quick little power nap right before the gym just about every day. Yeah. No, not even every day. We haven't napped in a minute. We haven't napped in a minute. But I still get sleepy at that time. Yeah, that's I cannot I, I cannot go work out at three. I get fucking sleepy on my eyes a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I think I, this is why I put it because everyone's so different, right? Like you'll see girls on Instagram that waking up at 6 a.m. making their breakfast and then going straight to the gym. I could not. That's not me. I don't think I've ever done that. I wake up in the morning and I'll do fasted cardio and then I'll come back home. Um, but like an actual full workout, no, I have, I don't train in the mornings. I've actually do when I've trained at like noon, I've liked it because I have my breakfast at like around nine, 10. And then at 12, I feel okay to train. The reason I don't do that though, is because I feel like if I go train at 12, it takes me like anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours to train, do everything come home it would take me like a, to get to the gym and everything like a total of three hours by the time i get home um, it's already like 4 30 i know that myself i know myself i would be so tired that i wouldn't want to do anything the rest yeah, of the day ready to check out yeah so i'm ready to check out so for me that's why i don't train at that time i like to have my breakfast get straight to work do what i have to do and then we train at five which i think is good and then we come home at eight we have dinner we shower and then we have the rest of the night to I get to read, he games, we watch a movie, whatever it is, right? We have the rest of the like night before we go to bed to do whatever we need. And th that works for us. So cardio for me in the morning and then training in the afternoon works really, really well for us. But everyone's different. Um, I also tell my clients to try it out. I've had clients who are like, I have to wake up at 4 a.m. to train because of work. I'm like, okay, try it. And then they're like, well, it's because I get off of work really late, but uh, you know what? I'm going to try it differently. I'm going to actually not wake up at 4. I'm going to go straight from work to the gym, even if I get home a little bit later. And now they're actually liking that better. And vice versa, I've had clients who go after work and then they, they don't like it, so they try in the morning. And they love morning. So everyone's different. I would say try it out and see what you like. See what your body likes more and what you feel more energized like if you're in there and you're like oh, i don't want to be here like i feel like that would be me if i had to go at 4 a.m then don't do it try to find a way in your routine to go and do it when you feel your best so there's not a perfect answer for this everyone is different just find out what works for you and your schedule because everyone's busy everyone's different so that's gonna conclude our questions for the day um we want to end the podcast like on something interesting something about you know what's going on in the world right now but I can't think of anything that's not 
we talked about political stuff this week. I'm not going to talk about that on here. Um, oh, you don't have nothing to mind? No, I don't really have anything in mind. I think we you, we shouldn't have said the restaurant stuff because we could have gone about that at the <laughs> end. But um, I don't want to, I, I want to start ending the podcast on a really good note. I will say this. Like I said, it's been really, it's right now, Chris and I are in a really cool place in our life, in our work life. I'm still struggling a little bit with my anxiety and my depression. Um, but we're not going to, it's not going to be a setup. So we're not talking <laughs> about that. I'm just being honest. Some days are a lot better than others. But right now in our professional life and our business life, things are really cool because what we're working on is really fucking exciting and gets me really, really excited. But not only because of us, we have friends who are stepping up this year a lot. And it's really, really cool to be around that. Um, Aurelia and Eddie are stepping up in their life. They've been going through through it, you know, and it's it's sometimes nice to see like, okay, like they're working really hard and life's not perfect and there's gonna be shit thrown your way, but that's part of life and part of wanting to get better. Um, you know, like we said, we just went to go celebrate George. Like he's been fucking busting his ass for years for what sucks is it's not his company right like he works for um a dealership so but george and michael are friends they bust their fucking butts daily they work really really hard and they're finally getting in positions that like is worth the ass busting ass busting right and so it's just really cool right now in the phase that we're at that everyone around us is leveling up to big things you guys have nothing to say? Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, you're so whole sometimes. You don't you don't got nothing to say about your friends leveling up. Good job, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, you are who you surround yourself with. I've always said that. If yes. if no one in my circle was leveling up, they wouldn't be my circle, boo. They wouldn't be in my circle. <laughs> Look for a different circle. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also, I think it's cool that, you know, we're in that, we're in the position we're in and we're able to help friends level up and we get to uh, rub off on them a little bit and help them along the way. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. I, it's really, really cool. So guys, we're, we're I'm so fucking ready i'm so ready i'm hoping that next so week ready. we could give you guys a little teaser. <sighs> I, I was know. hoping it was going to be this week and i think it could have been but something happened with my email that somehow erased no no i'm not ready i'm not ready just yet well not just like to announce something they could at least follow oh okay yes yeah yes yeah 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 yeah. Oh my god, it makes me want to throw up. I'm so excited. Oh it's god. It's gonna be great, guys. I will we, say we've been working really hard at it. I so know. So it, it's I'm ready to just put it out there. If you're already. listening to this, okay, you guys are gonna be the first ones to listen to this. Guys, what we're doing is fucking scary. Like it's it scary as fuck to me. There's a lot of times where I wanted to throw up. Um, thankfully, Chris has been handling all the back end stuff with it i'm on the front end with the marketing and you know things like that and um it's 
terrifying. Like there are a lot of times that I don't think I'm ever doubtful that this isn't going to be great. I know that I'm just scared. I'm just, it's, it's scary because we're doing something new. We know it's going to take a lot of fucking work. And I also know that there's going to be mistakes made, but it's okay. Um, but I'm really fucking excited. And I just want to share with you guys like this fear because nothing great ever happens if you don't fucking get uncomfortable and we are both getting uncomfortable nothing is ever guaranteed right this idea we think it's fucking amazing we think it's going to do really well but you know god forbid something bad happened you never know right but like if you are not if you do not put yourself in uncomfortable situations if you don't leap you don't take that leap of faith you will not get to where you want to be right so it's scary it's new to us on how to run this type of business, but we are so excited and I cannot wait because I know, I know if you're listening, you support us. And I know if you're Latino, you're gonna go hard with this product. So even if you're not Latino, I know. Even if you're not Latino, you're gonna go hard I with this product. A, but product. if you're Latino, you're gonna go hey, so hard with this product. All right, guys, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's fitness related. I want to answer your questions. And um, also, before we end, I did start a Caliente Curves challenge. It's a six week, it's not even a challenge, it's a six week program, right? It's for you to do on your own. If you need to take a stop or a pause in it, you can. It has the workouts, it has your cardio regimen to follow for the weeks as the weeks go on, the cardio increases so you can lose some weight. It's for you to feel confident in the gym and outside the gym. It's built to work on your body proportions. If you wanna have you know, the smaller waist, curvier legs, that's what I made it for. And I wanted it to be for anyone who you know like you guys can follow this whenever you want if you like i said if you need to take a pause you can it's a six-week program for you to do on your own and um yeah i you know if you're an og you know we did caliente curves boot camps and you got girls loved it we had i had little ebooks in the past but this is like a full-on workout program it teaches you the exercise it shows you an example of the exercise so um yeah it launched today so it'll be in my bio and if you guys have any questions just dm me so Remember to like, comment, share, and review. Yeah, do all the good stuff. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.